You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Moitzai Shabbos, this must be Rizchod I'm Avram Kivalevich, and I'm here with Hagoyin, Rabbi Yosef Kavriel Pechov. I would say Hagoyin Hatzadik, but wait till after Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> after you'll be nechtan besvar Mishal Tzadikim right away, I'll say Hagoyin Hatzadik, Rabbi Yosef Kavriel Pechov. And Rabbi Yosef Kavriel is well known in, in the Oilam HaTera and in the Oilam of American Judaism uh, as a writer as a translator, as a person that the go-to guy who is able to explain things in such a, uh, a, a great cogent way. And both of us, both the, myself and Rabbi, Be- and Rabbi Belchafer, have worked for the giant, the 900-pound gorilla, the uh, incredible Marbitz Tater of, of, of the late 20th and early 21st century art scroll. And we both talk about, I know, uh, what are the next new projects that Art Scroll was working on? Um, I have a very close friend who's one of the senior editors in Art Scroll, and uh, I constantly ask him what's going on. Well, part of it is I want to maybe get a job, but a lot of it is just to find out what's new, what are they translating, what are they working on? And as you know, Art Scroll is uh, translating, they're running, they are going through the Yershalmi, uh, presenting in Hebrew, uh, and in English translation. I think that they are finishing Noshim now. Uh, there's also, of course, uh, the Medrash Rabba project. And <laughs> yes, Dali is very happy about that. There's also <laughs> the Medrash Rabba. Yes, I know. Yes, Dali. I, I forgot the other one to mention. Yes, there is the Medrash Rabba project. Plus, there is a Yaakov now. Um, and that g- goes... Of course, beforehand, the Sefer Achinuch. So it really brings me to a question, Rabbi Yisif Kavriel. Um, as a translator, as someone who works on things, as someone who popularizes and tries to make things available to people in the English, for people who are speaking English and reading in English, I'm not speaking English so well tonight, but what, let me ask you, um, what, where, what do you think is the project Claudius role needs? What do you think, again, there's a lot of money and a lot of effort going into things, um, what do you think is the safer now that we have Shas uh, behind us, um, that everybody is accessible? What is the safer that needs to be presented to Klal Yisrael? What should be worked on for the American uh, audience, the English audience, or maybe the Spanish-speaking audience, the ones that can't grasp things in the original? Okay, go ahead. The mic's yours. The most high-priority project, I would say, is Malbim Anach. The Malbim opened up a whole new era in Sammy Novi. He made Novi fighting. He went different. He came along with the radical, not radical, but close to radical new idea that there are no synonyms in Lashon HaKodesh. The emotionally Rishonim hold there are synonyms in Lashon HaKodesh. But the Malbim, like Rishon Paul Hirsch, that there aren't, and he based much of his Heroshanach on understanding that and taking phrases which seem to be repetitions of the same idea. Uh, what's the word in Hebrew? Shemus near Dolphin. Yeah, not Shemus, but it's not right. There's another term. Um, uh, the same, something other, Bashim in Russian. Kefal Arayon, Bashim in Russian. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's Radak. That's the Radak standard language, yeah. Right. Kefal Arayon, Bashim in Russian. It's the Malvin abhorrent. 
is unacceptable. And he explains every line which is like that with the difference between the first part of the line and the second part of the line. Uh, the questions of the mom being are also good when the mom needs question because the issues are coming up. And the, both the Bira Ingen and the Bira Hamilos are brilliant compositions. I don't think there's a big dispute I have with my Rebbitzin. My Rebbitzin holds one can learn Nath without mobbing very well. I can't learn Nath without mobbing very well. So we've had this dispute since we met 35 years ago. And um, I am still of the opinion that, that mobbing is essential and we're mobbing to translate an accessible evolution. Now, say name of the Briska law that one should not learn that because it brings people to status in Amuna and therefore one should avoid it. And that's the, I get the Yeshiva Bakhim's excuse not to learn Navi. But in fact, you can learn Navi in a brilliant manner, which actually will add to your Amuna, not detract from it. I'm sure you agree. Okay, well, uh, you're actually you're you're actually uh, tiptoeing and frolicking, I guess, in my backyard here because, of course, I you know when I used to learn in the mirror. I don't ever tiptoe; I tramp hard. Yes, I know, I know. Yes, you definitely do. But you know, I know that your your foot is really much lighter than people think it is. Um, uh, I'd be happy that you're not going out on your on your jog now during our speech, during our recording here. But I will say this. Yeah, this is my backyard because, you know, I spent my youth when I was a child. You spoke about last week how uh, one year or two you were looking at Steinsaltz uh, and, and using him. When I was uh, a young lad, a teenager, I was very mishubit to the Malbum. And uh, I spent, uh, I, I have to tell you that my grandfather, all of us, all of them, who I never knew, who died in 1918 um, in Lodz, uh, and uh, was, like myself, a bibliophile, almost to uh, a great extreme in terms of also having Svarim. And after he died, tragically, um, in the cholera epidemic, um, my grandmother would sell off Svarim. That was the only way that they could be mefarnas the house. My father remembers every couple of days another safer left the house and another safer left the house. And uh, that was how they survived. My granduncle, who I'm named after, of Remel, uh, was able to, when he went to America, came to the house as well. And he took a couple, he took some, whatever svarim he could have. So he'd have some svarim from my grandfather, Yisrael Yushaya, with him in, uh, in Memphis. And uh, eventually, after uh, after uh, Vremel realized he didn't need it, and my father arrived there, we were able to get a number of items from my grandfather. One of them was the Megillus Esther that I use, and the other was an incomplete set of Malcolm. So this is sort of, in a way, my um, connection, really, to what my what my grandfather had. If this, he had one of the, I guess I don't know if it was the first edition, but it was definitely, I spent a long time, believe me. Uh, in my youth, learning it. And I actually, you know, I, I think, I, I don't know if I agree with, uh, I think I agree with your Rebbitson more about learning Tanakh without Malbim. But it is definitely possible. And I think maybe even in some ways, uh, probably uh, better to start without and then see what the Malbim did. In other words, to, to, get, a Yedis, to get a Yedis in Tanakh starting off, um, 
would be great. And this way you have your own conceptions and you can see things. And now you know what the Malbam is able to do, how he perhaps twists, you know, things and, and makes things different. Uh, so I'm really with your Rebbitson that I think it's possible. I, 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 am, I agree with you that you definitely, to understand things, need to have that Malbam's perspective because he definitely was a champion in that, in that regard. However, I'm going to disagree with you about your choice because I, I don't know if this work can be translated. I Wait know a minute. Hello? Yes. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh, you are clo- much closer than I am to one of the great unknown scholars of the previous generation, Rabbi Hirsch Eisenberg. So, really yes. agree with you or with me? Okay. Uh, first of all, somebody should... And Jerry, I hope you're listening, and, and, and Rabbi Avram, I hope you're listening somewhere. But it would be great if you, if your father, Rav Harrell from Tzvi'ais, if someone would put his Yisaitis someplace on the Sefer, because I think he was one of the most original thinkers in Tanakh that I've ever, uh, I ever had this list to know. But do you think he would agree with you that the Malbim is essential to the point that you can't learn Tanakh without it? The type of language emphasis that the Malbim would be. I think it would go that language analysis was, was essential. I don't know if the Malbin, if he had a choice, I think the Malbin would be the first choice to make. I think he believed himself the Malbin's equal in some ways. I think, I think he probably had his, he had his own <laughs> fiducium. Yeah, I'm saying, he, yeah. look, I think, you know, you really opened up a can of worms here with the Malbin, I'll tell you. I didn't expect you to go there with this. Um, but, I, there are many, and 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 who realize that the Malbim who was in a Shas Hatzara, he had to sort of create this edifice, and he didn't always have the time to do it with the same amount of exactitude. There are places where the Malbim is is patently ripping off others. There are places where he's basically restating the Perushim of others. Again, Megillus Esther is very famous place, but even throughout Tanakh, there's plenty of places where you get, the Malbim does say, but we know in many places, he isn't always as as breathtakingly original and uh, adapting something, you know, out of the blue somewhere. So there are many places where it's a lot of times a rehash of what had been said by uh, I don't want to say this so so openly, but by other Mepharshim and some of the Maskeelim uh, of of his mind, and I'm not saying he didn't say it better, but I do think that there is a difference in quality. Which besides Mendelssohn, which must be wrote on? Oh yeah. Okay. First of all, Mendelssohn is just a name, right? Okay. okay. We're talking about a whole group of Masfim and others who who you know whether it's Rival, uh, Benzev. Uh, or any of the other, again, you know, uh, Shadal, obviously, and others, who also uh, worked really very hard about in this area. Okay, you know, I, I think we have to turn this into the Kivalevich show today because you're you're unfortunately exhibiting a lot of ignorance here. I'm sorry, Rabiyasev Gavriel. I wanted this to. I wanted you to go out here and and and, and talk about your. Okay, Shadal's masterpiece. Okay, look. The masterpiece, and this is actually something I spent a lot of time talking to Rav Hersh Eisenberg about, actually, was Shadal's Yeshaya. Shadal's masterpiece is Yeshayo. I mean, that is an incredible work. 
And he was also... Uh, what are the similarities to the Marvel? He, or the similarities? Okay, so first of all, there are, in terms of his exactitude of language, he, he is um, as, as careful as the Malbum is in terms of not just accepting that these are the same terms. Um, and he is able to back them up. Do you think Malbum ripped off Shadal and Yeshaya? Do I think Malbum ripped off Shadal and Yeshaya? I can't prove that. I, I, I cannot okay. prove that. And in many ways, I would say that there are definitely elements of Shadal's approach, which he printed in, his, in the journals, uh, either Karim Chemed and in Oitzer, um, Oitzer Nechmad and Karim Chemed, and mm-hmm. also in a separate Sefer Mishtadel. Wait, 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 wait. The benefit of our listeners, you should tell people who, where the Malbin lived, who he was time frame, and Shadal, where, who he was in his time frame. Okay, well, look, um, again, I'm going to be inexact on the dates here, but the uh, I think the Malbum was born. If you want to, one second. Yeah. All right. So the Malbum was about ten years younger than Shadal, and clearly Shadal cannot match the Malbum in his goyness of of, of, of halacha. I mean, you look at the Malbums that work that he put out, the Artis Achayim. That is that blow. That will blow any person. That a seventeen or eighteen year old uh, wrote that safer. I mean, I was uh, last week. For those of you that are interested, I did a, a number of uh, podcasts on Shlomo Gorin, who was in his youth heralded to become the next Godowador, the genius because of his uh, parish that he came out with on uh, Taharis, on Mishnayis uh, Mikvoyis. And other things like that, and definitely. But you look at if you want to see a prodigy, you want to see the incredible mind of someone who Kol Rosley honestly. Take a look at the Arts of Zachayim, and you will see. Uh, the, really, it's uh, it, it, it is it is fantastic, incredible, and as we know, the Mishnah Bura uh, consistently quotes him, and uh, many people say what. Many people say that he never. I, I don't want to compare him to Gordon in this way because the Malvin, of course, was not a opportunist and did not fall prey. But similar to why aforementioned Gordon never really realized the potential. Many people will tell you that Malvin, Mayor Labish Malvin, um, never became this the the overwhelming you know, Goyin Otsum Hadar that he should have been based on what he was doing in his youth. In his youth, he, he, it was a meteor, it was a rocket, it was incredible. And the, the standard story about this is, is that he decided to re, uh, to channel and, and, and restructure what he was doing in order to save Klal Yisrael. Because Klal Yisrael didn't need the, uh, the, the next great Ktsayis or the Nesivas together uh, on Orachayim. What Claudius Yisrael needed was someone who could stand in the breach, like from the Shadals and the Rivals and all the other people I've been talking about, and people worse than that, like Suns and others, that were going to 
um, come up with a historical version of Judaism and prove from Tanakh uh, that many of the principles of rabbinic Judaism are all grafted onto them, like Geiger and others. Uh, so the Malbim was Makriv, what could have been this incredible literary career as the Goyin Hador, and, this, and, and turned to creating this edifice of Tanakh. That is the, the, the general version of the story. Um, and again, like all legends, you know, it's, 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 there's a lot of truth to it, but I, I think it misses the point. And um, so again, the Malbum was the Rav in Bucharest. Um, uh, he, you know, there are very, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of Askomas from the Malbum, very few Chuvas and Psak Halacha. Uh, he was not the address for Shilas. There hasn't been a, a cipher that came out, Chuvas or Mayor Leibish. Um, and yeah, Drillman wrote it. I know what you're talking about. Yalkut Amalbim. Yeah, okay. That is not. Okay, so let's see. Again, That's people are loving. I agree. Yeah, I understand. But I think it's, it does matter. You're like a Yeshiva Bacher right now. You know, for Yeshiva Bacher's perspective, oh, not enough room, there's too much Tanakh. And his work is a towering contribution to Tanakh. The biggest contribution to Tanakh since the Rishonim, really. I mean, how can you possibly say that? Look, uh, look, my first of all, I'm just agreeing with the great Rebbitz and Bechoffer that it is possible, and maybe even. Uh, well, just because you want to be an Ifkham Mistabra, I understand. No, that. no, it's not. No, I, I think there is something desirous of, of of learning Tanakh with the. I would I would tell people if they want to get a safe on Tanakh to start with. Um, you know, try to do the Radak, go through uh, Tanakh with Radak as much as possible. And also, if they want to invest in it, this, you know, the, the, um, the Kesser, which I think is out of, is out of Tel Aviv University, the Mikreis was Kesser, which has just Rishonim, is an incredible work. But we were really talking about translators. And, 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 and I would say yes, then you can see the album and appreciate what he did. Uh, and, and, and where, where, where he was coming from, what he was trying to do. Um, again, his Hakdomas to Shirashirim uh, and other things are, are, are a masterpiece in their own right. Um, and he, he did enough for Amuna and, 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 and Kabbalah. Really, his Fuyas are Adein Sof. But if, from, a, from a scholarly point of view, I think it is possible to to study Tanakh without the Malbim, then bring the Malbim in. But I'm going to, again, I want you to, I don't think the work is really translatable in such a great way. I don't think it, it lends itself to translation. And I think it's, I think it's going to be clumsy and awkward. I mean, you're a translator, you work for Art Scroll. Do you really see someone being okay. able to do justice to it? Yes. And I'm sure it would be much easier to translate them from Sham Shaval Hirsch, either on Chumash or on Tehillim, both of which have been done. So why do you think Hirsch gets translated? Because of the German money? Because people want him? Because he's this family. Hmm? No, there's family. I don't know if the Malbim left any. I don't know who's laid by his descendant from Malbim. <laughs> Charles Hirsch has hundreds and hundreds, that maybe now, but now I'm sure thousands of descendants. Many of them are from, and some of them are struck at rich, struck at rich you know. Like your cousin. I think all of them. I think they take pride that all of them, almost all of them are from. And uh, some of them are quite rich. So it's it's their look, uh, the, you know the, the new translation that they did on, on Hirsch's Chumash. I didn't buy it. I know that the um, the, la- the last one was it uh, Levy's translation. Um, I heard yeah. once in the name of 
think it was one of the Salvatrics, it might have been from the Rav himself, or maybe it was Chaim Salvatric, that he said that the, um, that the Breuer's translation of the Ma- of Hirsch and Chomish captures about 80%. And he said that Levy's translation, the old one that we grew up with, maybe gives you about 50% of the towering German uh, rhetoric and, and power of the original. So I don't know. Um, I know the new one, um, you know, supposedly is, is more readable and more accessible. Uh, but again, you know, I, I think, look, between me and you, uh, Hirsch, there are, uh, the translation of Hirsch has definitely buttressed people's belief in Amuna. There's so many passages that are uplifting and are important. Right, and it was done successfully. That's my point. Yeah, but, but here, again, even if it wasn't successful, the uplifting passages made it into people's consciousness, and that created a certain frumkite. Okay, yes, parshanus, yeah, okay, that's what the word ava means, that's what the word shlal means. You know, Hirsch is definitely speculative to the nth degree. I mean, his speculation goes right. out there. Mine, not. The majors, I, I love Hirsch's speculative uh, 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 excursions. The Malvim is not. Malvim is much more based, and uh, he, it's much, it would be much easier to deal with Yes, yes and no. And let's get to the real, let's get real to the heart of the issue here. And I know that I'm sort of dominating here, but I'm saying you stepped into my backyard here, which I don't know why you did. But, but, but the... I feel you haven't said, I feel you haven't said enough about reverse Eisen. Okay, look, we don't work for HTC anymore, but... um... (laughs) Well, if we work, HTC, who cares about HTC? I didn't want... (laughs) I shouldn't be like that. I want you. I was thinking totally separate from HTT. I didn't have to ruin it by bringing that up. But <laughs> okay, so um, look, Reverse Eisenberg was a very unique uh, individual, uh, and 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 he, like I said, he deserves a safer for himself. Um, and he's really the classic Bochara Yeshiva from the Chedra Yeshiva, sort of like who created a, in his own mind, using Makairis from Tanakh and from Chazal and from Makairis all over Shas, uh, to really create a, a way to look at the Torah and, and a way to understand Lashon HaKadosh in its original form. Um, very, very unique and original. Um, I have to say that I had the great schools not only to be close to Hirsch Eisenberg, but to the other great uh, writer in Tanakh and in that area who was with us together when we were working for HDC, and that's from Avram Lipschitz, who wrote Sesfarim on the Eben Ezra, on Rabbeinu Bachia. And Lipschitz was very much part of the, of the scholarly world. He's quoted right and left. Um, and I used to ask him about... Uh, about him and Rav Eisenberg, and he would ask me about Rav Eisenberg because he, they didn't really have the Safa Meshutefet. Lipschitz was really the standard um, Mechkar person who would have fit in in, uh, in a Barilan, in a Yeshiva scenario, to throw in Hebrew U even perhaps, and his forum were, and his ideas were quoted all over, and he was very much involved in, 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 in journals like Tarbits and other things like that. And Eisenberg was really, he spoke a whole different sprach. He really uh, uh, was a, a, an original, really totally from, from within. It's not like, oh, he spent years reading 
what was the standard Bikiris HaMikra or, or, or what have you. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how uh, proficient he was in German and other languages and other people's. But again, this is, Rav Eisenberg is a proof that you can discover Tanakh from the world of the yeshiva and be able to, to speak about it like, a, like an incredible intellectual giant. And that's what I would say about Rav Eisenberg. I don't know, do you have anything more you want to add about it? No, I think he's wanting to introduce me to Aaron Marcus. Um, I was, uh, you know, I'm sure a Hasidic philologist. Philologist, is that the right term? Self-taught Rabbi Eisenberg, who I think turned on actually by Shams Polish and came up with the Shita of the two letter Shroshim of the Shroshim. Every three letter Shroshim has a two letter Shroshim to it, and they're all related. Those are all related words, and because they in the Cheswesh is the core, and then there's the Takon word, which differ, letter which differentiates that. And uh, that has actually served well. And I think that that kind of creative thinking was represent, was the type of thinking which, well, the type is called Barzillai, but our Marcus put it like most of the Cook, I don't know if it's in print. And that type of thinking was, I think, the same. And the Rabbi Isaac Rabbi, In other words, that there's this, uh, which is like Malabim plus, right? There is, uh, or, I'm not, I don't think, I think the Malabim rejected the two letter Shirish, but go ahead. I, I don't no, think. I, no, this is not from two letter Shirish. Shirish are all three letters. Yes. But Shirish is Shirish. Yes. And very often it has to do with, according to Rabbi Eisenberg, he's told me several times, it has to do with how the, the letters sound. How they, what the sound. Right. It sounds chesed resh or destructive sound. The guttural, yes. Or, yes. And that was a fascinating insight, which I know, I'm recalling it now. It really was um, extremely illuminating Clearly. But again, you know, I, you know, we sort of really went far afield from where typically you, 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 you know, you, you took right, control yeah, here and got us. But I'm going to get right next week. Yeah, I guess it's going to have to be next week. Okay, here, let, let me just make my one statement because next week we're, we're going to be standing here for Rosh Hashanah, before Rosh Hashanah, before Yevadin. And I'm not sure if we want to um, have our usual receivers or not. Um, what I would say is, uh, you know, you've implied that money talks, money is behind it. Uh, I think that whether I'm right about the Malbub or not, I think there are incredible works that we, we, we know that there's an, an English-speaking audience, a Spanish-speaking audience, uh, a, a very intelligent Hamoyin uh, Am that isn't so comfortable in the original that perhaps should be able to wrap their heads around some new things um, and, 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 and what is the desideratum of, 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 of what should be the next project for them and I guess the, the, the real issue is are we doing them a disservice even let's say you're going to find your expert who can do the Malbim well and it's going to come out now the Malbim on Chumish Malbim on Tanakh, completely translated. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be leather. You can give it as a, a present. Are, are we going to are we going to be dumbing down the learning that could be possible for people as well? Um, not the same way that the, no, not the same way that the no. You show me you can have that Tainan. You show me should remain the province of a more uh, sophisticated. A group of scholars. I'm not 
agree. I, I have I agree if they translate the precise question. We both agree that that's absurd, right? But I, I think that the, the something which is going to make Tanakh accessible, palatable, and exciting, I think that that would be amazing for the Hamoina. Right, but will they be able to relish the language, the language, the Divrei Kamchayim of the Nevi'im in the same way? When you're going to have, um, you know, it's sort of like a, it's almost like a, a, a Tarte de Sastre. On one hand, you have a book that's extolling the beauty of of the Lashon, and um, and then you have um, the uh, uh, people only reading it in English, right? Uh, it's, it's 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 sort of like to me, it's ironic. Part of what Malbim wanted people to do is, and if, and if you read the, again the Arts of Hashalom, which is the Malbim's poetry, his poetic um, uh, again, it's a very strange his poetic writing. Arts of Hashalom is Drush. Um, you can see what he was after was to show that there are people in the rabbinic world that could write beautifully, that Lashon HaKodesh didn't need to be turned into a new Hebrew, that Lashon HaKodesh itself could create a, a beauty and, and, and a power. And I think when you, when you translate that, what you end up doing is making it too easy, too accessible. And um, I, I think it runs counter to probably what the author wanted. All I right. Mean, I, I would take Take out the couple, but it's much too late. We're over So I think we have to stop for tonight. Yes, well, um, like we said. So in terms of uh, translation, we know that um, maybe we could think about how the uh, the contemporary Arif could be translated into Hebrew. I'm sure there's work. Uh, isn't there some being work done on that? Correct. There is work being done on that, correct? No, it's not. Uh, I wonder. Not, I wonder, not, I wonder not, if anybody not, is not. capable of being able to... Yeah. To be able to bring that prose and brilliance into yeah. into modern Hebrew, some eventually will. The answer Shem's. I will see that it's imperative translate Hebrew. Meantime, it hasn't gone to that stage yet. But from your mouth to God's ears, as they say. Yes, I'm sure. Hopefully, there'll be somebody and then Hashem bring that chokma pachutz taroina. So that's it for this next week. Mitzvah Hashem will have our special erev Shoshana Rishcha Daraisa. Take care, everybody. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.